Hello everybody. I hope you're having a great day. Now before we get into today's episode, I have a little favor I need to ask of you. Now this favor is probably only going to take about a minute of your time, so I would appreciate it if you could do this for me. I put a lot of time into these podcasts and it's something I'm very passionate about, so I appreciate any bit of support that I can get. So, today's favor is, could you scroll down and under this podcast, go to ratings and reviews, and give me a five-star rating, and leave me a sweet little review, something I'm going to read, you know, that'll show your support to the podcast. If you're getting any value out of the podcast, or any value out of me, just let me know. You know, you can share the podcast with your friends, post it on your social media, whatever. Any bit of support helps me grow the podcast, and I will appreciate it so, so much. Anyways, guys, on to this week's episode. Welcome, welcome back to the Sky's the Limit podcast, a podcast based around showing you that anything you set your mind to is possible. I'm your host, Lucas Aylward. Hey guys, I'm going solo on today's episode, and I'm going to actually call this episode... <laughs> building influence versus cloud chasing because that's what I feel like I'm going to be chatting about here today so um, it's crazy because you know this whole concept this whole idea for this episode came from listening to Andy Frisella Andy Frisella is a guy that I really look up to he's a really successful entrepreneur owns first form supplements and he does so much he has a podcast MF CEO and he just tells it how it is man he's he, he's no bullshit he just tells it right how it is and you know I really want to touch on this as well because I was on Instagram the other day and I, I was viewing my Explore page and just looking at similar accounts and accounts, you know, that were kind of going viral at the time. And I seen a picture of a of a girl and she was literally in a thong, like not even wearing any pants, she was in a thong. And she was just literally dancing around to some song. It was really cringy and she was just acting like she was dancing, but you know, she was only trying to show off her body the whole way through. Like she was just turning around and shaking and just the caption said like, um, Oh my God, new dance moves. What you guys think? Or some random thing like that. Right. I love the song new dance moves. And every comment was, um, these really creepy, like 40, 50 year old dudes just commenting hearts and like drool faces and like not even speaking proper English saying like, I want you sit on me and, and just random weird stuff. Right. And, it's really creepy. And then you look at these people, and I've, I've actually read a news article there not too long ago about a girl who was a fitness model, I guess you could say, um, with 2 million followers, and she thought she could release her own clothing brand because she's like, oh, I have 2 million followers. So many people are following me. They're going to buy my stuff. And she released her own uh, T-shirts or something like that, and she only sold like 36 out of like millions of people. And I guess it's a combination between the type of people that are following her don't give a shit about her t-shirts. They're only following her to be perverts, straight up. Same goes for guys with their shirts off all the time. You got these women and these guys that are following them because they're perverts. You're not going to be selling t-shirts to people. They don't actually support you as a person or, you know, they don't really care about your branding or your actual, you know, your message. They only want you for your body. So these people are building their following off being technically, I guess you could say, a piece of meat on Instagram and they're getting this massive following of perverts, essentially, is what's going on. So a lot of these supplement companies and fitness brands like Gymshark, Alphalete, and stuff like that are talking about it. And, well, I can't really say Gymshark. I'll say specific individuals are talking about it. Um, 
saying it's very hard to sponsor people nowadays because, for one, you find a, a girl who's fit and she has millions of followers. So you're basically saying, okay, we'll send her products. She'll wear wear our stuff and then her followers will buy it. But that's not the case. The followers don't buy the products because the followers are 50-year-old men. They're not going to buy extra small women's leggings because they're 50-year-old men, right? Now, there's exceptions. You know, some of these women have do have some female following. Maybe 10 or 15% are actually young girls that look up to them. But the majority of the following are old men and creepy people like that, right? So, not to mention fake accounts. So, in that situation with that woman who had 2 million followers... I mean, she only sold 36 t-shirts. Now, there's news articles and different reviews done on this, and I don't know. I didn't look look too much into it, but I, I can only assume that half of her following is fake and the other half or the other 75% are perverts and old men, and they don't really care about buying her women's t-shirt. So that's kind of what I'm <laughs> going to be talking about today is the difference between um, – building an actual influence and being just like a cloud chaser because there's just two different things you could have somebody who has a hundred thousand followers but they're adored they're 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 like a the god of their of their realm right they're super respected everything they say goes their followers really appreciate them and they really look up to those people and then you got other people who have a hundred thousand followers but every single comment is hearts and and drool and all that random stuff so it's not about your followers anymore. They say the 100 true fan theory is is real, and I believe it because if you're on Instagram to make money, and I'm sure if somebody has a hundred, if somebody has thousands and thousands and thousands of followers, they are going to try to make money on Instagram, and that's because you know you're just going to want to monetize it and kind of uh, be able to make money off things that you love doing. That's very normal and very common. So these people who are, st- are straight providing value. So say, for example, there's a man who, or a woman, I'll stick to girls since I'm using the girl dancing as an example. Say there's a girl who's a motivational speaker and she makes a video talking about mental health and how you can, five five ways to improve your mental health today. And then she gets a uh, hundred comments and a thousand likes and people are really you know they're really engaged and really attracted to what she's saying oh this helped me a lot i feel great off of this i i feel amazing thank you for this tip i'm going to share it with my friend it's all very positive engagement whereas you get the next girl over doing this video where she's just jiggling around and jumping around and, and slow motion and all this random stuff and she got five thousand likes she had way more likes than the first girl five times more she got five thousand likes and she got a thousand comments. So then, you know, to the to the normal person, you're like, oh, she's way more popular. She got way more attention. I want her. I want to. I want her to represent what I'm doing. But then you look at the comments, and they're all gibberish, right? So, would you rather five thousand likes from like creeps and and weirdos, or would you rather a thousand likes from really honest, loyal people that really respect you? So it's it's not it's not uh it's not the quantity it's the quality it's it's the quality of the people and that's another thing that i personally had to deal with is that i you know i i was really into inspiring people with fitness right and i used to post a lot of shirtless stuff and a lot of workout things like that but then i noticed a lot of people were coming to my page strictly for the wrong reasons i was trying to motivate people to hey look at me i'm i'm 
I'm a fitness guy. I want you to kind of look up to me and, and do what I've done and hopefully inspire you. But then people are getting the wrong message and they're coming to me because they're like, hey, you muscles, I like muscles. I want to follow you. And they're just like a creep in the in the background just following you strictly for that reason. As soon as you put your shirt on, they're gone. They don't want nothing to do with you. Right? They're those meat, meat hunters on Instagram. So what happened with me was I've always wanted to build a loyal, you know, a community, right? A bunch of people who really valued what I was saying, people that could look up to me and people that I could truly help. And I felt that passion with that person, right? I didn't want to build an audience of people like that, of of the meat hunters and the creeps, right? So when I noticed that a lot of the people following me were like that, I didn't want to pursue that way of, you know, Instagram anymore. So I decided to wear my shirt a little bit more and start doing more lifestyle stuff and try to motivate people in a different way instead of physically trying to motivate them with my words. And a lot of people, they didn't like that. They did not like that I lost thousands of followers. And you know what? I guess it's good that they're gone because they weren't doing much for me if you look at it like that. So that's another thing that you'd have to look at is how you're building your following because it's it's not a race. I mean, there's people who are addicted to it. You know, they could they could post a picture of their butt and and try to justify it with whatever kind of caption they can and just act like super casual and say that oh these new shorts are super comfy blah 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 blah. But it's just a picture of their butt and you know they could do it like that. But I mean, you're not gonna get the following that you want. I mean, it's gonna be like a rush. You're gonna get thousands of people following you and you're gonna feel like you're you're somebody or you're doing something. But it's all it's all a clout, right? It's not real. It's not a real engaged following of people. I'm at a point now where I'd rather a hundred real people that truly appreciated what I was saying than ten thousand fake people that were just after me for, you know, a superficial reason, something stupid, right? So that's that's exactly what you know I, I I'm trying to get to is that whole that whole concept of it's just and then there's people who buy who fake everything they do right they they try to be genuine genuine people and you know they try to post things like you know actual pretty you know quality content things that actually have uh context and that actually (laughs) mean something right and they don't get that result that they want so people are are feeling like their only option they have left is to sexualize themselves so for me for example I did a, a comparison photo on Instagram once upon a time where I posted a picture of me outside with my shirt off. It had 8,000 reach, I believe. Now, reach, if you're not familiar with Instagram terms, reach is just basically how many individual accounts saw that photo. So 8,000 reach means 8,000 people saw my photo or 8,000 individual accounts saw my photo. Versus, I also had a comparison with another account which was... Uh, a podcast clip so I just edited a podcast clip and I posted that on my page and that only got 800 reach right so Instagram was limiting me and the people were not there to support the podcast stuff so that kind of clicked in my head to say wow these people only look at my stuff when I'm shirtless they don't look at my stuff when I have providing value like it was a motivational podcast clip they don't care about that so then I was like you know what I don't really care about about these people now. I, I got to provide the value that I want to provide and I want to do what I want to do and I got to be smart about it. So there's no point in, you know, just continuing 
to post shirtless because I feel like that's the only option I have. I mean, I can decide to do whatever I want, so I don't have to feel like Instagram is cornering me. Because after that whole experiment where I posted the shirtless photo next to the podcast clip, 8,000 versus 800, I could have easily said, wow, no more 800, I'm going to 8,000. And then I could have just went every single day naked on Instagram. But then I'm just digging myself a deeper hole and a deeper hole because you know what? Next thing that number is going to be 8,000, it's going to be 16,000, it's going to be 32,000, it's going to be 50,000, it's going to be 100,000. Although it's a number that's climbing, it's not climbing in a good way. Because you know what? If that if I kept that up, I'd have 100,000 people looking at me like a piece of meat and not 8,000. So I could stop now, change up my, my game, and build something meaningful from this point onward. So you know what? That's what I did. I stopped posting shirtless stuff, and I started to post more, I guess, lifestyle and um, fashion stuff and, and motivational content, right? And the, the reach was slowly dropping. So I went from 8,000 to 2,000, 3,000. And then from 3,000, I didn't give up. And it slowly started to climb. And people started to kind of adapt to it. And a lot of people dropped off. But then I got a lot of new people come in. The right people. The right people came in. And you know what? I, I have a following now of 16.3 thousand followers. And once upon a time, I had 17.6. I think this time last year, I had 17.6. But you know what? It doesn't even matter to me because those extra people didn't provide me, you know, they weren't the right people for me. And even though I have less now, I have more because less, I mean, less is more if, if they're the right people, right? So right now, even though 17.6, I've, I've lost thousands, I've gained back the right people. I've gained back hundreds of the right people. And it's like the saying goes, you cannot be full until you are empty. So for those of you who don't understand that I've actually posted that on my Instagram story the other day is if you go to let's say you go to a coffee shop and you really want a glass of coffee and you had your own mug and you said to the barista you said hey can you fill this up with coffee they said sorry I can't it's already filled with tea so you must first empty the tea out if you want to be refilled with coffee so that exact same concept goes with your with your spirit and your emotions and your attitude if you have a really poor, poor attitude and that's all you're filled with, you you need to empty yourself and clear your mind before you can refill with a positive attitude. It's the same concept if, if you understand the, the tea with coffee uh, ex, uh, example I just gave. You might be able to try to think about it and understand what it means to be with happy and sadness. Um, same concept. If you're sad all the time, you must first empty yourself and feel nothing before you can become happy. So you've got to learn to love yourself in that way. But same thing with Instagram. I mean, the followers were there, but they weren't the right followers. So I first had to get rid of those to refill the cup with new followers. And yeah, I kind of got a little bit sidetracked with that example, but hopefully that makes sense to you guys. And uh, it's uh, it's it's definitely a weird thing with Instagram nowadays, and with the algorithm and stuff like that. Instagram, Instagram favors you. It really does. It'll favor good content. And if if you know if you post a photo that gets a lot of engagement. And for for those of you who don't know what engagement means on Instagram, it's just basically likes, comments, saves, tags, shares, you know, anything that gives the photo attention, basically. So if you post a photo and 100 people like it in the first 10 minutes, that's really good for you. But if only five people like it in the first 10 minutes, Instagram looks at that and they're like, damn, 
this ain't no good. <laughs> this photo sucks. We're going to put this one in the dumpster. So then the Instagram will pretty much put your photo at the very bottom of the, of the feed and they just won't let anybody see it basically is how that goes. And, you know, the algorithm's constantly changing. It wasn't always like this. I know when I first built my Instagram account, when you post a photo, it just pop up on the feed, right? There was no there was no tricks to how it would show to people. So a lot of people hate the algorithm. But the, you can beat the algorithm if you're naked because everyone loves naked people, whether you're a guy or a girl. And that's what, that's, that's the part that gets you is because people think they're genius. Like, wow, well, I can beat the algorithm if I just post myself naked. But then they're playing themselves because then then they're naked and they're building the wrong following. So it's not a, it's not a way to win. Okay, so anyways, guys, I, geez, I got to take a breath. <laughs> I've just been talking and talking and talking. But yeah, I just, uh, I, I really felt the need to get on and do this episode. And I, I just wanted to rant on about this. And it was something that I, yeah, like I said, it was something that I saw on Instagram and and it's something t- too, and not even to mention about these creeps and stuff following you. It's people with fake stuff, fake stuff too. I, I, you know, I mentioned that on my last episode with, with my guests, and we were talking about uh, Instagram growth and stuff like that. And it's, uh, it's unfortunate that people want the attention so bad to to buy fake stuff, and you know they they want to feel like they're important. So say for example, a personal trainer. I've I've witnessed this time and time again. A personal trainer. Uh, with a couple hundred followers, they they promote. Hey, I got this new training program. I'm trying to sell to you, and nobody takes them serious. They're like, Hey, man, you only got a couple hundred followers. Like, you're nobody. Like, I don't care about your training program. Sorry. So then, this person, instead of working hard to build a reputation, to build authority, they think that they can just buy a hundred thousand fake followers on the internet and get them get that delivered to their account so then their account has a hundred thousand followers and they think automatically they're an authority figure because they have such a large number of followers and you know some people are gullible and they believe that they'll look at the follower and be like well this guy must be somebody cool if you get a hundred thousand followers but that person will know in their head that everything they're doing is a lie and everything they're doing is fake and instagram will shut them down eventually once they catch on to that and Nah, it's, it's it's just crazy. It's it's really crazy that people can keep up with that. And, you know, there's ways now that um, people can find out who's fake and who's real. And they're all, it's all on the internet, actually. I, uh, I came across it there last month. One of the old engineers of Snapchat created an app, uh, his own program called IG Audit. And basically, this whole program was designed for business owners who were trying to find influencers to market their products uh, to see who had the real followers and who had the fake stuff because a lot of people are buying the fake stuff for their ego and their clout, right? So this program was designed, it was tested, and a lot of marketers got in on it and, and tried to learn how this would work and stuff like that. And they've tested multiple accounts, and it came back that the app was 90% accurate on most cases in detecting what's fake and what's real. So that's really good to actually come to that kind of conclusion so for example if somebody had a hundred percent fake followers it would say this person has 90 fake followers for example so it's not going to be spot on or pinpoint but it's really good just as a reference for a lot of these business owners who are trying to hire people and, con- and get people on contracts for their um, for their following to promote their their business whatever it is whether it's a clothing line or a, or a makeup or a product anything like that so um, those those softwares are out there now, and you'd be surprised how many people are are fake on that. 
I know I searched up some celebrities and some of the celebrities only have 40% real, right? 40% real followers. So, you know, you get 100 million followers, <laughs> only 40% are real. I mean, it's still a massive number, but it just goes to show how social media can deceive you. And, uh, you know, I did myself because I've had a lot of people, you know, <laughs> over the years attack me and say, oh, everything must be fake. There's no way you've done that organically. And I know myself, I have some crappy people follow me and they're not really engaging and they're not real. But even my uh, my audit came back and said 82% real. So that's uh, pretty good for me. And uh, <laughs> I'm not, I, I never really wanted to talk about this, this auditing app, but it's just out there. You know, the right people know about it and there's no way to, to uh, hide being fake anymore because, you know, whether you got yourself convinced that nobody will know, the smart people will know, the people who know stuff about Instagram. You might be able to fool people who aren't into it but, you know, people like that are involved in social media and they know a lot about the marketing side of things and, and the analytic stuff, you're not hiding from anybody. And that's the that's the truth. So, I mean, I hope that eventually will die out and, you know, all these companies will, will kind of cease to exist and they won't be able to provide this fake, uh, these fake things for people anymore. And it uh, hopefully it'll just kind of blow over and people will have to do it organically. But they're... There are lots of new platforms for people to uh, for people to grow on now. It's uh, it's it's pretty cool. There's other social medias, and it it's cool not to put all your eggs in one basket. Like I know Instagram is the most popular one right now, but don't forget about the other pa- places. And you know if someone's authentic when they have um, you know multiple platforms and a lot of a lot of status on multiple platforms. So. You know, before I clue up this episode, I mean, I'll just drop Gary Vee's name, for example. Gary Vee's a perfect example. If you don't know who Gary Vee is, he's just one of the biggest, I guess you could say, social media influencers for um, for motivating you in business and, and the right mindset. Like, he's a very successful guy. He's worth millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions. He owns uh, a lot, lots of businesses. He's invested in multiple things like Uber and stuff like that, and he... he um, He's on every platform. He's big on Twitter. He's big on Facebook. He's big on YouTube. He's big on podcasts. He's big on TikTok. He's big. He's big everywhere, because the dude knows that he has value and he wants to kind of get it out there on, on every single platform that he can. So that's another thing too. I mean, <laughs> if you're on Instagram building up your fame over your body or your shirt off, then you're not gonna have a message that can be delivered to another platform. You're kind of just like, how would you do a podcast if you built your fame on your body? Would you just hear your 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 like muscles flexing on the mic, or would you your cheeks clapping or something? Like, how would that? I don't understand how you would do that, right? So, I don't know, but yeah, that's my uh, that's my spiel for today. But uh, <laughs> if you guys agree with me, if you guys think this was a a good topic to talk about. You know, shoot me a DM and remember to rate and review uh, this uh, this podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, you know, shoot it over to a friend. Just send it to one person. Just You don't even have to post it on your stories. I know a lot of people feel a bit uncomfortable just uh, sharing my podcast on their stories. Uh, I don't know why, but, I mean, some people feel like they're a little bit, I guess, oh, he'll see and he might think I'm weird for showing it. And he's like, I don't know who you are. But, no, I'm asking you to do it. But if you don't want to do that then just share it with a friend privately. You don't even need to let me know. Just like whisper to him and be like, oh, check out the Scott's Limit podcast. Lucas just did this episode talking about um, (laughs) clout on Instagram and fake and stuff like that or whatever, right? So, uh, yeah. But anyways, guys, I 
I'm going to end this episode here. Actually, you know what? One more point, one more point before I end the episode, and then I'm actually going to be gone for good. It's that just after doing this full episode today, right now, I just really appreciate the growth that a human can do because I remember the very first episode I did for this podcast, it took me like six hours just to record the episode. The episode was like a two-minute introduction. I recorded it and halfway through I deleted it and be like, I hate how I sound. I'm not sounding, I'm not speaking properly. I'm stuttering, um, drawing blanks. And uh, yeah, just uh, so guys, focus on your growth too, right? The, Everything in this whole episode has been talking about growth, social media growth, but focus on your inner growth too and your mental growth because it's very important. And that's where I'm going to end this episode. All right, guys. So thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, peace.